Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music at www.midnightsyndicate.com. Also, if you want to add some spooky music to your own games, uh, go ahead and check out the ambient sounds over at Sword Coast Soundscapes. Check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. All right, quick intro for me this week. Let's get into the show. I really miss escape rooms. Escape rooms? Yeah. You know, the the thing where you go oh, into a room and get locked in for an hour and try to escape? I'm very familiar with those. I'm just, that's, it's, I don't want to call it a weird thing to miss, but I would have not put it on my top ten. It's every room now in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if you lost your keys. Where are my keys? <laughs> right. The whole thing now is, you know escaping your house but you're not supposed to escape your house so. no no but yeah escape rooms i mean for a while that was kind of like the almost weekly thing to do i've actually never been to one i've always wanted to go but i've never been really oh we're, we're definitely hitting one up then after after this is all over it's so much fun oh nice do oh, it. yes they are amazing we can do a die by the sword escape room adventure Okay. Yeah, where we where we miss all of the clues and don't know what's going on because we're too drunk and just goofing around the whole time. <laughs> we forget we're trying to escape. Uh-huh. Wait, who put that door there? <laughs> they come in after the hour is up. I'm like, I'm sorry, you didn't win. Oh, we were trying to escape. <laughs> we were just hanging out. Yeah, I thought we were coming up with our own scenario for in here. Right? <laughs> yeah. Someone we said re- it'd be nice. <laughs> we are redecorating. Yes, no. It's a it's a sandbox escape room. Right. <laughs> you can do whatever you want in this room. But I, I think at this point we've done probably like eighty or so escape rooms. I didn't know that there were that many in Dallas. Uh, we've done some in, in other countries. Ah, other countries. What? Did they? Did, yes. Did they, were they in English? Uh, we asked that actually. Uh, we go into we were in uh, and they couldn't Amsterdam. understand us, <laughs> and we said, "Okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do an escape room." And we walked in and we said, "Sir, um, this is a McDonald's." He <laughs> 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 no, no. blows the hash right in your face. <laughs> no, it, we walk in. And they they said, Are, "You know, we only know English. Is this going to be okay?" And then she starts ta- talking to us in Polish, and we're like, uh, "So close, uh, so close." So close. <laughs> no, but actually. Speak like a whole bunch of different languages. You could do German or yes, they do. Actually, Hol- Holland. <laughs> what's Holland words? Dutch. So American, Dutch. you can't even think of another language. <laughs> but... I'm trying to think of the word Dutch, but I couldn't think of the word. I was thinking Netherlandy. No, that's not right. Netherlandy. Wait, you, I like that. <laughs> were, you, were you thinking Hollandaise? Yes, <laughs> they speak eggs Benedict over there. <laughs> but they have French. They do French too, right? Yes. So, but yeah, uh, actually, they made it so that you don't have to read anything, and you—it's perfectly fine. You don't have to know the language. It was based off of nineteen um, eighties uh, video games. Did you destroy that room? 
Yes, but we were like, uh, you know, these are actually really like, you know, it, they advertised it as 90s and we were just like, you know, this is really 80s. <laughs> American culture hadn't quite made it there. Ah, the that's right what decade. it was. <laughs> Takes longer for the culture to spread. Yes. But it was fine. But uh, the, just locally, there are a ton of companies around here. I don't know how they're doing with being some of them being closed down for COVID. Some of yeah. uh, several of them are reopened now. Yeah, they with, do uh, private COVID protocols. Aren't they all private? Well, I guess no, because I mean, they are now. some that have randos in it. But mm-hmm. yeah, some of them they try to fill each room to capacity, so yeah. you can book like four people, but it holds eight, so you might be in there with another four people. Right, but there like are a nightmare. Yeah, sometimes it can be. Sometimes it can be fun, but there are companies that when you book the room, you're the only group in there. So if there's only two of you and it holds 10, it's just the two of you because you're the one that booked it. So bring your friends. It's right. good. It's a good time out actually. And yeah, there's even yeah. one like right by my house too. <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. We should try it. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if there's any just like people that love it so much that they just go by themselves and tag along to, to people's groups. You know, there is somebody out there. <laughs> You know, just joining a foursome in golf. It's Mm -hmm. (laughs) I haven't done one by myself, but I was I've gone as just like two of us going and we join a group of like six because that's where they throw us in. We try not to book when the room already has people booked in it, but sometimes we'll book it first and then other people will join us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, seems like there'd be a lot of potential for just somebody to take over and be like, (laughs) I don't know. A little too controlling. You always, have, you always have those people, yeah. True. Yeah. But there are certain groups that work really well together in there. Because you want people who think differently because they can mm-hmm. pick up on different clues and different puzzles. So so it's like you want a diverse party like like in Pathfinder. Exactly. So who is the cleric? Um anybody bring band aids with them? No, we usually forget the clerics at home. <laughs> I'm usually going into small spaces. Mm-hmm. Ah. You're not a halfling, though. Uh, No, but apparently I play one in escape rooms. (laughs) (laughs) But I do steal a lot of stuff on there. So, (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) No one said he was a rogue. (laughs) But you actually did uh, in when we went to Breckenridge, we did three rooms that were that were there. And in one of them, they had like this little mouse hole and he had to he climbed basically down there to reach his arm in. Things moved Wait. and he jumped. <laughs> Wasn't Breckenridge during quarantine though when y'all went? It was. And originally we were saying we weren't going to do escape rooms because we didn't, you know, we weren't ready to be out and about doing stuff. But the way this company did it in Breckenridge was they had three rooms and each of their rooms was a separate building. So if you were in that room, you were literally the only people in that, that building. Hmm. Oh, you know who should have an escape room? The Stanley Hotel. They should. That Ooh, would be that fun. could be really fun. Yeah. When, when mean, you went, was the Stanley Hotel still standing? We didn't go by Estes Park. For, for me, anything outside of Denver, Denver Boulder area is all lumped together. There's a large section of Colorado that has nothing to do with, with Denver. Oh, Boulder. absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I agree. And I've been, you know, a few times. Um, mm-hmm. But Yeah. My my brain makes the rest of Colorado smaller than the mm-hmm. metro area. Uh, we mostly spent 
time in Breckenridge, but we did do a day trip down to Colorado Springs. So we see the do. Garden of the Gods. Yes. Garden of the Gods, Pikes Peak, Manitou Incline. That was tough. I didn't do the incline. They said stairs. I said, hell no. <laughs> it was only, you know, seven, seven, eight hundred S- steps or feet. Both sound steps. terrible. <laughs> Degrees. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I didn't do the incline. That's steps are not my thing, but I I did go up to Pike's Peak again, which the interesting thing this time was they're building a new like summit center up at the summit of Pike's Peak. So you can't drive all the way up right now, which I know, Philip, when you and I went last time, we drove all the way to the top. We did. It was great until we got to the top and I got dizzy, you know, altitude sick. Mm hmm. But this time you drive to mile 16 and they have like a parking lot area and then they shuttle you up to the top and they're building a brand new center up there. Was the train still running? No, they've the the Cogway has they're rebuilding it. Ah. Uh, I looked up the incline. It's actually two thousand seven hundred and ninety eight steps or sixty eight steps. Excuse me. Two thousand seven hundred and sixty eight steps. Oh, they could have had one more step and it'd be real nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. They weren't thinking of that. (laughs) Everybody does. Come on. Get your mind in the gutter. It's there. It's there. Trust me. (laughs) That's where mine stays most of the time. So what's been y'all's favorite theme for a escape room? Because they all have like themes, right? They do. Some are better than others. Some are better designed than others oh, wait no never mind change question that's boring what's the worst one <laughs> what's the worst one y'all have done oh well there was one that i did for my birthday a couple of years ago that philip was part of that was like pirate themed mm-hmm. and it was basically one room you had a few things to look through and basically you're opening closets mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, that. Yeah, no. Come out of the closet. Come out of the closet. Yeah. One uh, of my favorite ones was a. a Yar, this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the worst ones I did, and it was actually the group I was with. Uh, I was there with a group of people, and we had two people from another group that were there. They had apparently already done this room before. Oh. And so, what they, in order to try and make it not. Uh, you know, not give anything away. They actually actively worked against everybody. <laughs> so they'd keep throwing out these things like that has irrelevant. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, and they would find pieces and it's like, this doesn't go to anything. <laughs> that sounds awful. You're being yeah. sabotaged. Like, yeah. We, yeah. We were kind of being sabotaged and it was like, what? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, were they are... putting uh, clues in their pockets? Oh, that would have been interesting, too. <laughs> Keith, what about you? What's the worst one you've been to? I've only been to a couple, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, and most of them are with these guys. They got me into it. Um, so I, re- I haven't really had a bad one. The, the, the one. My favorite was the one where um, they locked us all in cells, um, and uh, one of our friends got locked in a cell that was completely dark. Like no light at all, and he had to get out of there. And 
at the beginning, they were like, who is the most like brave or whatever? And so we all point to him and then we we're like, ah, you got to go in. You got to go in the box. And he was in the box. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> and you can do nothing but feel your way around and you have no idea where you're sticking your hand in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we wow. had, I, I don't remember if we had to give him something to get him out of there or something, but it was, yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, it's, we had to do something that triggered a opening in, in his room, and we didn't right. know what was so, going to happen. So it wasn't even him. So he was just flailing in the dark for absolutely no reason. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was great. But they did a, they had a really unique uh, thing where uh, everyone had to pass a current through their body in order to make something happen. Oh, that's neat. And oh, so we all cool. had to string together in a long distance, which was really kind of cool. I've seen a couple of rooms use that method. Um, there's one that's like a playground theme. And so you have to touch like the flagpole to something else and you make the chain all the way across, which is they've done that one. And another one that uh, was supposed to hold like six people in this room, but it was smaller than one of my closets. <laughs> Two of us barely fit in the room. So we easily, between the two of us, were able to do the chain across the room <laughs> for the current. Yeah. With six of us in there, especially like bear-sized people, we would have been on top of each other, basically. <laughs> That's a totally different experience. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's just claustrophobia right there. Right. How, how long can you stay in this? Yeah, how long can you stay in this room without going insane? <laughs> 2.3 seconds. <laughs> Somebody but, um, rips one and then you're screwed. <laughs> we've generally gotten to the point where we can tell it's either a really good room or a really bad room. If it takes us longer than 30 minutes to get out. Mm, yeah, I can see that. It's either it's really good and it's hard to figure out, but it's got really good clues or it's really bad and nothing makes sense. It does, there, it does need to make sense. That's the, yeah. that's the key thing. She's like, am I dumb or is this stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, I've done some really, really good ones too. I, I prefer the ones that have a really in-depth story or are immersive in some way um, or have really high-tech sets. I really Sorry. liked the dinosaur one. Yes. The Jurassic Park themed one. That one was really cool. That sounds awesome. I don't think I've done one like that. The, yeah. that the Stranger Things one we did with that theme was really cool. I thought that one was good. Ooh, that yes. sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, guys, who wants to pull our money after this and make a Pathfinder D and D slash one? Yeah, that could be fun. It could be fun. It has so, to have a dragon, obviously. Obviously, right. oh, yeah. at the end is a black dragon. You know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I think we just invented LARPing. LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, we reinvented something. <laughs> fireball, fireball. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. That's what it was, lightning bolt. You have to have your little bean bags to throw at people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are your spell pouches. Oh, you know what? I'm getting more ideas. Can you imagine people drinking a little bit before they go into this LARPing I always area? Do. Well, I know. That's the point. <laughs> I mean, but how else would you play? Having a, a, a bar outside while you're waiting for your room. I'd be like that bar that we went to in Orlando. Oh yeah, oh yes, with the beholder that was. Yeah. Uh, in the... We went, went to this bar in Orlando. It's uh, at, in, in the back of a comic shop called Gods and Monsters, and it was the coolest bar. Like the outside of the bar, like at the back of the shop, is a. It looks like a vault from um, Fallout, and then you walk in, and it's like 
just every cool dungeon type theme like thing and aliens like from alien stuff like that were all in there is awesome yeah that was pretty neat uh actually that's where i got i bought my dice for my conrad character that we talked about last week was at that shop yeah it was huh yeah and we uh there was games i mean we played a couple of of board Mm -hmm. games love letter was the only one i really remember and flux oh flux that's right we did play flux I actually have that game. I bought it because I wanted to play it, and I've never got to play it with anybody. Oh, I love oh, Flux. I heard it's super fun. fun. It. Yeah, it's, it's it'll either it can either last hours or it'll end in like ten minutes. It All lasted right. hours. Ours <laughs> lasted hours. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I was done after about ten minutes. Uh, our friend Chris was done after about two minutes. <laughs> but but Gary Gary was into it. I was I was done after probably about. 20 some odd minutes because then it started going along because it was us and there's one or two strangers with us playing wasn't there yeah yeah i i have played one game of flux that literally lasted one round (laughs) i've been playing a game of flux since i was 13 (laughs) i mean aren't we all (laughs) the rules always change I, but, yeah, but I bought, I bought that. I don't know. I don't I don't remember when I bought it or whatever. I was looking through the other day, and I was like, wait, I've never played this game, and I, I haven't. Mean, we're definitely going to have to. It'll be yeah. fun. We can okay. play it when we're back to playing games again. Okay. Uh, there are different versions of Flux, too, that are really fun. Like, there's a Monty Python Flux, where one of the cards is you have to quote a line from Monty Python. There is some uh, spam in and you that. Can, right. <laughs> <laughs> This game uh, has ceased to be. <laughs> that one, but there, yeah, there's there's several different ones. I also like the Munchkin games too. Those are all yeah, Munchkin's fun great. Games. Munchkin's super fun. Yeah, I've never played that one. Oh, I got oh! I got an <laughs> Avenger one with with uh with Deadpool. Oh, that is fun. Mm-hmm. I just have the regular one. There is a Pathfinder version, but it's very similar to the D and the regular D and D version. Oh, really? It's just, it's, just say. Spe- it's just specific Pathfinder cards. Um, there's a lot of Goblin cards. I know that. Yeah, you, you know, Munchkin Bites, which is like Vampire the Masquerade. I have Munchkin from Harry Potter. Ooh, that's cool. I want to play that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found it funny. Last time we played the Harry Potter Munchkin, everybody else was like level seven or whatever and almost winning, and I was level two. And they were still picking on me. But I was like, fine, whatever. And then I won. Did you really? I did. Hey, it's Munchkin. You never know who's going to win. Right. Because <laughs> I was stuck down at level two because I wasn't like drawing any monsters to fight. So I couldn't advance on level. And I wasn't right. getting any like items that I could sell for the gold to advance a level. So I was just stuck at level two until I got to a point where nobody else was getting monsters. But I was. Then I got all the level up cards. Like, you just drop your whole okay. hand. Boop. Speaking of level up, have we ha- did we level up last week? Uh, no, but you leveled up like a week or so before that. Yeah, but I mean, we could make it a weekly thing. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> um, First, we have these these buildings we need to deal with. Yeah, I suppose so. Since you you know you've made it into Feldgrau, and. Uh, you went through the, the the cemetery with the small army of burning skeletons and skeletal champions. Um, and I believe we ended last week with you approaching this old farmhouse. 
and was, we rested, was, right? Yeah, my we, fur was singed. Yeah, we we took a nap in the in the cemetery. Yeah, you rested b- before getting into the town, but you you got to this uh, this old uh, like decrepit, falling apart uh, farmhouse, and there were these two women in dark robes standing outside, and uh, they turned and noticed you. And uh, we're rolling for initiative. Oh, man, they're oh, yeah. mean. That's I remember. They didn't like us too much, I think. We didn't even get to talk to them. Yeah. Be like, what's up, baby girl? <laughs> <laughs> Let me holler. Yeah. <laughs> holler, 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 holler. I got a seven. Holler, not hollering over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said, Diego, you got a seven? Yep. That's what I got. It's not good. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, add my initiative to it. So it's actually a nine. So. Okay. <laughs> a little bit higher. Not by much, but a little bit. Uh, Chaubert. Ooh, Chaubert got a nine as well. Who has the higher bonus? Chaubert. Uh, yeah, mine's a two. Yeah, mine's a seven. So you roll really low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Cabal. Uh, I got an 11. 11. Oh man, Renly. all of us are, yeah, struggling. <laughs> yeah, Renly rolled a four, which okay. I mean, Jobert and I had rolled the same number on the die. Do we have to do any sort of roll off for that? For no. the worst. <laughs> we have been cursed by witches. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you got a witch in your party. Well, part witch. Part witch. Uh, all right. Did Dwarfy get do any better? Fourteen. Oh, he, he did a little bit better. Leading the charge. Yeah, well, I don't know about leading. You can see his little legs trying to run up to these ladies. <laughs> Give me ten minutes. He's he's more running to the tree that's behind <laughs> him than we see. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you do notice as you're looking that there's something moving behind these two women. And you see this like hideously malformed corpse with like a crooked spine and these bent limbs wrapped with like thick folds of sinewy muscle it's kind of looks animal but also like humanoid it's like the back legs definitely look humanoid but the front half looks animal and it's covered in these like pustules all over its body like something that shouldn't exist well as it notices you it starts rushing towards you on all fours and it has these these huge like oversized jaws that have like shark teeth so it, it runs up towards Chaubert and tries to bite Ooh, don't let it bite you boy Ugh. and starting off well rolls a natural one Woo! alright well, to confirm, please let all its teeth fall out. <laughs> uh, that is an 18 to confirm. Ooh. Does not make it. So that's a fumble? Yep. All right. It's with a natural attack. Okay, so th- this fumble card is titled He's Sharp. Uh, take 1d6 points of damage and 1d6 points of strength damage. Oh. 
1d6 of strength damage? 1d6. So Ooh. since it was against Chaubert, you get to roll the damage. Ooh, okay. So his teeth falling out. The let's roll the, Yeah, let's roll the regular damage first. Oh, it's only a one. Dang it. You used and the good one for the strength one. Yeah, it's either good for strength. A five. All right. Woo! All right. Okay. I'll make wimpy, this guy wimpy, a little wimpy. easier to manage. <laughs> All right. That is that guy's turn. Uh, next up, the woman on the right will go next, and she will use something similar to, like, a channel ability, which bolsters this creature that has attacked you. Okay, after that is Dwarfy. Dwarfy is going to bolster his party by casting uh, protection from evil communal. So, everybody remember what that does? Well, our listeners probably don't, so... I mean, I totally do, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you totally do? Yeah, totally, totally. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that will give you... Was it plus two deflection bonus to AC? And plus two resistance bonus to saves. But that's only if this creature is evil. So, yeah, Dwarfy says a little prayer for y'all. Uh, you got plus two to those things. All right, next up is the woman on the left. She also is going to cast a spell. She will move over. It's her right, everybody else is left. She's going to cast a spell at, looks like that's Diego there in the front, and Cabal. So this is against Touch. It's a natural 20 on Diego. Oh, no. Yeah, you take that spell. <laughs> to confirm... I've been touched. <laughs> does a 17 beat your touch, AC? No, it does not. Even even, even with the plus two that I gave you? Uh, oh, wait. It does not. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say. That's a good thing. I was so confused. <laughs> so that's a hit on Diego, but not a critical. And then on Cabal, that is a 19 to hit, your touch. Yep. You hit me. So both hit. Okay. So against Diego. Sounds like a lot of dice. Yeah. Diego takes 16 points of damage. Well, ugh. And Cabal takes... 19 points of damage as two oh. scorching rays fly Oh, God. You. No no reflex save for those? It's a, it's a ranged touch attack. Ooh. So I just have to hit. Dever. You keep lighting the kitty on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. That was her turn. And Cabal now gets a chance to answer. Alright, so now Cabal is pissed. Yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody scorch and raise him and gets away with it. Um, uh, the first thing he's going to do is with his uh, quick action, he's going to call down his judgments. Um, he's going to call down destruction, which gives him a buff to damage, and justice, with which gives a buff to his attack roll. And then he will 
attack the monster in front of him with his longbow. Alrighty. Is a 19 hit? A 19 hits. Perfect. Eight points of damage. Alrighty. It takes said damage. Okay, that brings us to Shobear. Alright. Oh, man. Shobear's not sure what he should do here. Um, if he should attack this guy in front of him, or he feels like this witch that just cast a that spell and hurt everybody is uh, a little bit more of a threat. So, so what do you guys think? Gonna do? <laughs> what do you guys think? Should I make a charge at her instead? Yeah, um, turn the base, bro. You can, but wouldn't you take an attack of opportunity from this monster? Yeah, which I'm not too. I think he's. Not, I think he wouldn't be too scared about that, just because it tried to get him once and he kind of deflected it, I guess. And so I, I say, I say, rush that bitch. All right, that's what I'm gonna do then. So Take yeah, Shabar's going to. So the monster's just kind of catty corner to him, but that witch is, you know, probably uh, 20 feet away from him to the north. So he is going to go out and around and. Sh- try to um oh i thought you were gonna charge so you could get that sneak attack well i don't have to charge with i have a skirmisher now so anytime i make a move more than 10 feet i get a sneak attack ah okay so and moving through there you do provoke an attack of opportunity yeah so he will lash out at you with a claw and that is a 16 ah it's gonna be miss all right kind of so you feels the wave of air behind him as he moves Gamuto over. runs. Yeah. running. <laughs> and so he's going to make his attack and that is a 27 with a short sword. That hits. And uh, 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. That hurt. But she's still alive. We know she's a spellcaster, so she's pretty weak. Get her. <laughs> is she, though? I have no idea. I'm just making assumptions since nobody has done a check on any of these people. We should I felt so. like she was a spellcaster because she... Cast a spell? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Things like that. It's my first clue. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's usually a pretty good indicator. <laughs> Spellcasters casting spells. All right. Uh, that will bring us to Diego. Uh, Diego is going to do a knowledge check on this creature, the monstrous one. Uh, is it arcana or history or nature? It is knowledge religion. religion. I don't think it's nature. That thing does not show up in nature. <laughs> <laughs> religion actually works for me. I like that. So, I've got a plus five in religion. Let's see. Uh, 23. Ooh. 23. Uh, you would know that this is a Menadoran Festrog. Yeah, that. A, mat- a Matador? <laughs> <laughs> Menadoran Festrog. One second. I didn't think anybody was going to do the check, so I closed the, the stuff <laughs> with all the information. Oh, thanks for, for believing in us. <laughs> I do what I can. You know, those Festrogs are just so easy to do. <laughs> all right. A Festrog is a basically also known as like a dog ghoul is a very rare sort of undead creature it 
is created by a release of an a large amount of negative energy. Usually, like something like a planar leak or some sort of rift or something like that, uh, that usually causes these things to be created. Uh, they have these like mutated bodies, somewhat animalistic, somewhat humanoid. Um, this one being a Menadoran Thestrog. Uh, these come from the Menador Mountains, and they are usually part hill giant, part ogre, part troll. Uh, they are a bit more vicious than just a regular one because they have like the shark-like teeth. Anybody do a 23 and me on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, he rolled a 23, so that's his 23 and me, right? There you go. <laughs> 23 and I'm hoping that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, these things... They do have these pustules on them, so if you do hit them with natural weapons that deal slashing or piercing damage, you can potentially open these pustules and be exposed to filth fever. Uh, it also, if it does bite you, it does feed off of you, so it will regain hit points by feeding off of you. Uh oh. And I think that's it with a 23. I mean, you got a lot of information on that 23. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, and that's great information. And, and, and it doesn't sound like I need to be, you know, sticking my fists onto this thing, actually. So I'm going to go and attack the witches. So uh, Diego is going to go the 15 feet to here, which is beside the witch that hit me with the scorching ray. And I'm going to attack her with my fists. Okay. Uh, fits to flurry. Let's see what we get. Uh, that is a sixteen. That is a miss. The th- Do I get a second because I moved so far? Uh, no, because you you did more than a five foot step, so you don't get multiple attacks this round. Okay. All right. So that will be it for uh, Diego. Okay. Next up is Rinley. Oh, finally. Jeez, that took forever. Um, (laughs) I'm going to do two things. Uh, First, I'm going to change into Carry the One. Mm -hmm. And second, with my move action, I'm going to start singing. And what I'm going to sing is a song of... Sixpence? No. (laughs) None the richer. Um... (laughs) Kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? Is it? Vulnerable? Did we know if it's vulnerable to element? Uh, you didn't get any of that info. Can we have it? No. <laughs> if I roll a good roll, it's got to be higher than a twenty-three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let, let's see. Roll high. Roll high. Ooh, I kind of did. It's a nineteen. Hold on. Let me put my points on that. Uh, with an arcana, I can do arcana. No. This is knowledge religion. Oh. Only religion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's not as high as Arcana, but it's still a 28. Ooh. 28 does not have any resistances or immunities other than the typical undead treats. Sweet. Okay. So I'm going to sing a song of shocking. He's still got some of that thirst going in him right now. Zap, zap. 
So everybody, on successful hits, that's 1d6 points of electricity damage to really anybody you hit. Well, that's exciting. That's helpful. Yeah. Extra damage is great. Let's lighten this place up. All right. Set it for Carrie the One. Yes, I imagine her eyes going black, changing into Carrie, and then this bolt of lightning hits all my people, and they have the power of lightning now. <laughs> like an X-Men. You know what happens to a toad. <laughs> what was her line? That was so awful. Yeah, a toad that's struck by lightning, the same thing that happens to everything else. Yeah. I always thought it was a lame joke. Yeah. Well, that brings us back to the top of the round. It is this Mendoran or Menadoran Festrog's turn. That was a mouthful to say. Did Dwarfy do anything? Yeah, Dwarfy cast uh, a spell on y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Of evil. Yeah. Yep. All right. So this guy, because he only did a five-foot step, can do a full-round attack. So he's going to bite claw claw at. Uh, looks like that's Cabal there in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of rhymes. Bite, bite, bite. Bite, claw, claw, claw. Who would do? Bite, claw, claw. Bite back, Cabal. Ooh, it's a natty 19 for the first one, so that's a 26. You got me, bud. So that's the, that's the bite. And then we got the claws. Um, that's a 9. Yeah, swing and a miss on that. And then the second one is a... 23. Yep, you got me. Even okay. with the plus two? Even with the plus two, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, so that is going to be 17 points of damage. From and both it, attacks? Yeah, that's total. 17 points of damage, total. Mm-hmm. And he is going to feed from you, so he gains hit points back. Refreshing. Mm, not for me. For him, yeah, okay. how's, how's Cabal doing? Homie is at 16 oh, points shit. Wait, left. You rested, didn't you rest up? Yeah, That's he's getting hit hard twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to go in this house that's beside us, and I'm going to let you guys... <laughs> go lay down? <laughs> just handle everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is the woman on the right. Let's see, what's she going to do? Ah, that's what she's going to do. Trip she is going. <laughs> no, she is going to throw the scythe that she is wielding at Chaubert. Is she Raphael? What a scythe! Not a scythe. A scythe. Oh, <laughs> a scythe's way better. Yeah, and way more throwable. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, she's got magic you... on her side to allow her to throw it. Oh, okay, I was like, I don't know how you even wind up to throw a scythe. Right. I scoff at her. I'm like, Shh, it looks lame. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kind of like those throwing hammers in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming a 19 misses, though, right? Ooh, go sailing past. But it goes immediately right back to her. Oh, she's better. She, she got that carry stuff. She Boomerang. Does. She does. Uh, and I will just say, I rolled in the single digits on the die for that. Oof. She's a bad bitch. Oh, shit. I didn't know Beyonce was out here. We need to kill these girls. 
Actually, it's Lizzo the Wizzo. There you go. <laughs> you could have had a bad bitch. Knock middle. Next up is Dwarfy. All right. Dwarfy is going to jump in this fray. He's going to move up. I guess that's 10 feet and swing his hammer. At the monster dude? At the monsterman. Where is my dwarfy die? There it is. That is, ooh, gross. So super gross. Uh, 15. That's a miss. Yeah. He got winded mm-hmm. running up to this guy. He had to move a long way. Those mm-hmm. little legs only move so far. I just imagine, you know, the Hanna-Barbera little a sound with uh, when they run. The little boom, twink, boom, twinkle toes. Yeah. <laughs> there goes Dwarfy. Next up is the woman on the left. And... We'll call her Hag on the left. It is, is she a Hag? No. For those who don't know, Hags actually are a definition or a kind of creature. So... <laughs> One down, 27 more to go. Okay. So, this woman on the left has this blue energy just start radiating in the palm of her hand. And she is going to reach out and touch. I've got two options here. Because you want to reach out to touch Chaubert. So I have to make a melee touch attack. Don't let her touch it like that. No, no. Don't touch me there! <laughs> My no, no square. Uh, that's low. Does a 14 hit your touch AC? Uh, touch AC. No, thank God. All right. That was a bad touch. So she misses <laughs> on that, but the spell is still active in her hand. Oh, no. Miss Cassandra, bad touch over there. <laughs> All right. Cabal. Okay, so Cabal is hurt like super bad so as one of his quick actions he's going to change his um, destruction judgment to healing so that he can start trying to get back some of his hit points and speaking of that he's going to move back five feet and cast cure moderate on himself I mean I suppose it's acceptable because <laughs> he about to die <laughs> like for do real die. do not die <laughs> I mean, he's got two good hits left in him. Oh, I don't uh, know. Throw hit me for 19, and I've got 16 <laughs> left, so that's, yeah. that's just one hit. But that would just knock you unconscious, so you'd be unconscious and dying. That's true. I'd get a good nap in. And it's be a, it's and the end dying part. Right. <laughs> but, but watch your constitution score. No, oh, man. Uh, it's 12 with a plus one. So you could go to negative 12 and be fine. Well, that ne- negative twelve, you'd die. But so you go to negative eleven and be fine. <laughs> then the next round, you'd die. Yeah, I mean, you bring uh, up a good point. Unless but, uh, you stabilize. Myself. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and just cure myself. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I think that's the right action here. So let's see what I can do. I mean, you could become a part of the undead army. That's that's kind of Cabal's worst nightmare. <laughs> 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 so that is. Um, 16 points of healing. So I, neg- I negated one. The little monster's hitting me. Hey, with your back. <laughs> but I'm back. 
You're back in the fray. Yes, sir. All right. That brings us to Chaubert. All right. Chaubert is going to take a five-foot step to the north so he can flank this uh, glowing-handed lady. And uh, he's going to take another stab with a short sword. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Natural one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which has not happened to me in a while, so I guess I was due. Roll to oh, confirm. So, here we go. That is... And I add in my weapon... Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like you're doing a regular attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that is a 23. Okay, so it's not a fumble, it's just a okay. miss. Stab and a miss. Stab and a miss. He's concerned about his boy Cabal over there, so he's uh, kind of keeping one eye out and kind of causing a miss there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was almost really bad. Wolf, it hurt, hurt you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you almost either hurt yourself or Diego or something in the process, but... <laughs> Man. You saved it last second. All right, that brings us to Diego. Uh, well, Diego is just going to try and uh, do... Actually, uh, he is going to try to do a... Can I do a knowledge check on the witch to see if I could, if a stunning fist would work? Yes. So it'd be knowledge uh, local. Local. Okay, plus four in that. Oh, that's not good. I got an eight. <laughs> well, I'm glad I rolled that then. <laughs> I mean, go for it, dude. <laughs> Might as well. Uh, yeah, we're going to try the stunning fist just for the heck of it then. Okay. <laughs> See what happens. Uh, that would be a 22. That's a hit. Yay! Is she stunned? That's a fortitude save, correct? Fortitude save, yes. As a 17. The suspense. I have to man. Hold on. Uh, my wisdom. Antissa. A... 17. So I met the DC. Yes. Oh. So she's not stunned, but she does still take the damage. Okay. So. Uh, which I got a 10, so that's a 14. 14. Hey. Plus, we get some lightning damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And that is only a one on the lightning damage, though. So, <laughs> 15 total. It was yeah. enough to kill the witch. Let's hope. Nope. She's still <laughs> alive. Darn it. Her, her hair just raises up a little bit from static electricity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now she's all clingy and stuff. Right. Where are you going at this hour? I was just about to say Call me. Why doesn't anybody love me? <laughs> All right. That brings us to Carry the One. All right. Carry the One is going to take a little five-foot step back this way to get away from this pustule monster. And I'm going to cast Haste. Do you all remember Haste? Haste on your homies? Haste on my homies. <laughs> Everyone's within 30 feet of me, right? Yep. Yep. They all get it. So it's basically like you get two moves, right? <gasps> Diego, me, neither me nor you took our second attacks. You are That's right. on y'all, though. Yep. I know. Yeah. It's a, I just realized when Philip said haste, I'm like, God 
Darn it! We should, we're supposed to take another attack. Uh, okay, so off, next time. <laughs> it's so, it's still so pieces. new to me. Yeah, it's still so new. I'm God. So what are you going to give me that I'm not going to use, Philip? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to read this spell. When making a full attack action, a hasted creature may make one extra attack with a natural or manufactured weapon. The attack is made using the creature's full base attack bonus, plus any modifiers appropriate to the situation. This effect is not cumulative with similar effects such as that are provided by a speed speed weapon, nor does it grant any extra action. So you can use it to cast a second spell or otherwise take an extra action in the round. So my fists of flurry can go. Uh, you can do another one. Yes. Three attacks. You get three. you get one more, but because it doesn't mimic a similar thing, you wouldn't be able to use a keeple point to get an extra attack. Ah, okay. So it'd just be a normal attack. Okay. A hasted creature gains a plus one on attack rolls and a plus one on bonus to AC and reflex saves. Any condition that makes you lose your dexterity bonus or armor class uh, also makes you lose the dodge bonus. So on top of Dwarfies plus two, y'all get an extra plus one. Is that legal, Gary? Uh, depend. I think they are, because I think they're two different types of bonuses. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say if the stacks or not. So yeah, they are two different types, because this is an enhancement bonus, whereas uh, Bless is a morale bonus. There you go. So they do stack. Everyone gets one more to their AC, one more to their attack. Alrighty. Back to the top of the round with this... Minadoran Festrog. Oh, I also continue singing. Ah, yes. I suppose it's important. Alright, so the Minadoran Festrog will do a bite claw claw at Dwarfy. As a 23 on the bite. Got me. Okay, so it's a bite on the first claw. It's a 24. Got me again. And the second claw. Uh, is only a 17. Didn't got me. Alright. So, bite and one claw. So, it's 15 points of damage total. And it feeds, but it doesn't gain any... Actually, it does gain hit points. Yeah, it does. Motherfucker. Oh, did you have a hands off the chest piece move, too? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I just re- remembered what he said this was made of. And since it's regenerating, I should have cast flaming on our weapons. Oh. Too late. Too late. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So it is this uh, woman on the right. It's her turn. All right. She is going to cast a little spell on Diego, because you're in line of sight. So, Diego, I need you to make a will save. Oh, joy. Remember all your bonuses. Alright, so, um, I get a plus two to the, for dwarfies. Yep. And a plus one because of carries, right? Mm -hmm. Um, No, haste does not give you for, for, uh, is it fortitude? Save. Save. Will. Uh, this is will. A will save. It would it would help you with your reflex, but not your will. Oh, okay. So you only get plus two. Just plus two. Okay. 
that is a 23. You feel all right. Yay. Woo. Oh, thank God. I willed it. <laughs> <laughs> Your will be done. Uh, all right. And that brings us to Dwarfy. All right. Dwarfy's going to remember he has two, two attacks, maybe. I know Joubert and Diego are going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count on it, though. I'll be honest. I'm kind of dumb sometimes. Like, uh, what should I do? Uh, so Dwarfy is just going to uh, try and hit twice. Uh, first one is a natural 20. Oh! Mm. So let's roll that again. Mm-hmm. Confirm with a... Five. That confirms. Sweet. Yes. All right. So, what are you attacking with? Uh, hammer. Hammer. So it's a bludgeoning weapon. Yes, okay. Sir. Uh, your crit card is concussion, normal damage, and one d two intelligence and wisdom damage. Well, it doesn't really have much in the way of wisdom and intelligence because it's undead. So, um, just do double damage. Do double damage. Um, so, I roll my die twice, right? Yes. So that's... Uh, and then the bonus once. Yes. Or the bonus twice. No, the, the bonus, like if it's 1d8 plus 5, you do the, the plus 5 is double. Oh, so it's it's just double. It's just like, like I hit him twice already. Right. Alright, so that is 12... And 13, and electricity is only once, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, two electricity, and then he gets a go again. Second attack. Not quite a natural 20, but it is uh, a natural 19. Is that in your crit range? Uh, that is for a hammer? No. Oh. Um, so that is 31 definitely a hit with 12 and electricity 4 it's still standing I walloped him good though you did man also wait also one more thing after he does all that Mm -hmm. never mind I was doing a 5 foot step but that would put Carrie the one in danger and I like her more huh so just because I created Dwarfy no, it's because I created Carry the One. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, next up is this woman on the left. Who's taking no damage, by the way. On the left, the the one on the left has taken damage. She's taking a lot of damage, I think. Oh, oh it's the right that has it. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going backwards. Well, she still has that spell active, so she yeah, is going she to try to reach out and touch Chaubert again. With a natural twenty. The magic hand job, man. <laughs> Ooh, she loves uh, perfect. That's a natural twenty. So to confirm, it's not a confirm because that's a natural four. So it's yeah. just going to be a hit. Oh, thank God. It's twice now. You've had a critical threat that hasn't confirmed on you. Whew. Okay, so uh, you do get a fortitude save to have the damage. All right. Do we roll it now? Yeah, go ahead and make that. 
Oh, that's what it is. It's not. It doesn't have the damage. It's a separate effect. That's the fortitude save. Is four. Oh, nice. I got a twenty-three. Twenty-three. All right. So you will. You save on the fortitude save, but you would take. So with evasion, that will take zero, right? No, the the fortitude save is for something different. It's not for the damage itself. Oh. It, this all, the spell also has an effect of you would also take strength damage, but you made the fortitude save, so you don't take the strength damage. You just take the regular damage. Oh, okay. So you would take fourteen points of damage as this cold energy just pours through you. Ouch! All right. She's also going to take a five foot step back because she ain't dumb. She's not just going to stand here in a flank. All right, that brings us to Cabal. Okay, so Cabal is going to use a couple of his feats. Um, first, he's going to use his Judgment Surge to um, go up a couple of levels with his Judgment so he can get a little extra healing. Okay. Um, so he's going to heal for four this this turn. And then he's going to use his feat of Rapid Shot to try to get a couple of extra arrows out against some of these guys. So the first arrow is going to go at the, um, the monster in front of him. Does a 17 hit? 17 misses. Okay. I'm glad I did a couple extra shots there. <laughs> okay. 21. That hits. Okay, perfect. Four... Five piercing damage, and then I get the um, lightning damage too, correct? Four yes. Minutes. All right. And then four damage for that. Okay. And then with my last arrow, I will shoot at him again. That's a natural 20. Ooh, roll to confirm. Ooh. That's a natural 20. Oh, oh my God. One more. Roll one more time. Roll, one again. More. Do it. roll again for auto kill. All right. Let's see what we can do. That's a one. Oh. <laughs> no kill. No kill. No kill. But it does. Uh, it did confirm the critical. Okay. Which you may kill him anyway. Right. Hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. Let's see what your crit card does. This is a piercing weapon. Yours is left reeling. Double damage, and the target takes a minus two penalty to AC for 1d4 rounds. Very possible the double damage will kill him anyway. Well, let's, let's see. What, see. I was going to say, let's see what this damage does. That's seven, so 14. Okay. It's dead. <laughs> Yay! It had, nine, it had nine hits points left. Okay, perfect. All those hits points. All those hits points. Um, but yeah, when, when, when that arrow goes through and it dies, I just imagine... It just gets like a little extra shock. That bzz, bzz. <laughs> it comes back alive for a second with the shock, but then it dies again. Yeah. <laughs> Clear. And you have invented the AED. Sweet. <laughs> Pen pending. <laughs> All right, that's it for Ulster. All right, that brings us to Showbear. All right. Bear is again 
he's gonna so he's he's wondering if he should attack the same one he's been attacking or if he's trying to make a run for it and attack the one that has the lady who has no damage at all let's see well you know what actually with her he's still got three attacks with her so if he attacks the same one so he's gonna he is gonna attack the same lady okay i think that's a good call yeah so first attack is a ah it's gonna be a 15 that's a miss and second attack is a 23 that hits Oh, the damage is a six. Oh, plus the 1d6 for the lightning. Uh, ooh, 11. So 11 altogether. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Still alive. Third, third attack is going to be a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Chaubert's not having way a good to waste, day today. Yeah, way to waste my gifts, Chaubert. Yeah. Roll to confirm. Fifteen. That is a fumble. This was all the bonuses, right? Fumbleia. Uh, oh, Fumbleia. Honestly, I love Fumbleia. <laughs> Fumbleia. Uh, Sixteen, actually, with the bonus, but yeah. Still a fumble. Uh, and this was a melee weapon, correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, well, it's not too terrible. It's just overextended. You provoke an attack of opportunity from all adjacent opponents. Luckily, it's only oh, one. Phew. So it's just provoking an attack of opportunity. She does have a short sword. So she will swing that. It's a 21. Oh, shoot. Miss. Alright. Swing and a miss on the attack of opportunity. She's definitely much better with her spells than she is with her weapon. That brings us to Diego. Okay, so since she's still here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and attack her with my three attacks. Um, okay. The first attack, I'm going to use uh, Flurry of Blows as well. So uh, That's a one. Uh-oh. <laughs> you two? Roll to confirm. This lady's like kryptonite to us. A 20! A nat 20. I rolled a nat 20. (laughs) I'm extreme. (laughs) Evidently. So not a fumble, just a miss on the first attack. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So my second attack is going to be a flurry of blows too. Uh, That is a 22. That hits. Yay. So that is... Nine points of uh, bludgeoning damage and six points of lightning damage. Okay, she's still alive. And my third attack. Oh, wait, uh, I did a flurry of blows on that, so I get another t- attack with mm-hmm. that one, right? So, still on the second attack. That is a 29. Definitely a hit. For six bludgeoning. And six lightning. The lightning and she, she did. Yay. Oh, yeah. And what about this other lady? Uh, I, can I transfer my hit, uh, my if, third action? If you were standing next to her, yes. But because she's further away from you, you wouldn't be able to move and attack. 
Okay. Yeah, you, you can move, but not attack, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, would it be possible for me to throw a shuriken at her? Uh, shuriken Ooh. is a monk weapon, so it can be part of a flurry of blows. Okay. Ooh. Uh, well, this wouldn't be the flurry of blows. Yeah, this, this is haste. Just my action at the haste. Well, yeah, then, yeah, you can do that still, because you have an extra attack. Yes. Shurikener! Throw in a shuriken. Shuriken. That's exactly what I thought of, too. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing the... His little character on our screen does have the bandana, like mm-hmm. Ryu does. Yeah, <laughs> so, true. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> Did you say Ryu or Ryu? I say Ryu. I say Ryu, too. I say Ryu, I too, but I think it is supposed to be Ru or Ryu. Ryu? I've always said nope. Ryu, but... It's probably just my American brain. Right. Could be. We stress the why. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, 17 is a miss. Uh, okay. Well, give it a shot. So, okay. Sure. It was even with, with your bonuses, right? Oh, no, that's yeah. not with the bonuses. Uh, there's one on the attack bonus, so that would make it a uh, oh, yeah. 18. Yeah. Still misses. Uh. Oh. oh, well. Try. I tried. <laughs> Diego Scrying. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot, guy. <laughs> All right, that brings us to Renly or Carry the One. It's Carry the One, and Carry the One has on to say uh, to this last lady standing that has taken zero damage, so I don't know how this is going to intimidate her. But she's going to say, Your allies have fallen, and you will be next. You can either. Put down your arms or perish, just like your allies. <laughs> My allies are now part of the undead army. If I die too, I will be as well. So oh, I take got that you there. no. Yeah. So be it. Uh, she is going to haste on up to this bitch. And on the way, she is pulling out her halberd. Ooh, is that I right? such aggressiveness from carry the one i like it and she is going to swing this halberd and totally miss <laughs> whoosh as a 13 by the way did did definitely a miss definitely a miss so that yeah that didn't that didn't work but since i i it looked moved, impressive yeah i moved quickly up i don't get anything else so that's my moves also i continue singing <laughs> so you, you you said a quick thing and then you sang, or did you sing whatever you're? I sang it in there. You gonna die? You gonna die? <laughs> she obviously wasn't that upset by it. It was no, too singing songy. Yes. <laughs> Whenever I uh, spend the night at Philip's house, that's how he sings me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so warming. All right. Well, this lady, it is now her turn. She's going to try to answer back with swinging that scythe at you. And that is a 24 to hit. Oh, you bitch. Get up. <laughs> Straight up bitch. And that is 10 points of damage. Gotcha. And she will five foot step back. Next up is Dwarfy. Oh, that's me. <laughs> um, Indeed. Unless somebody else is playing Dwarfy today. It seems to be you. Okay, so Dwarfy, I think because of haste, can make it up to her. <laughs> um, 
and he's gonna do his uh, a single attack. Looks like. But he's he's very winded though when he gets there. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a pug. Yes. Yes, Axel. <laughs> that is now canon. <laughs> um. So let me swing the hammer. Twenty-eight. That's a hit. Twelve points of bludgeoning and six points of electricity. Okay. She laughs at you. Cabal. Okay, so Cabal is just going to take a five-foot step to his right and arm up his bow with his first shot at her. It's an 11. First, first shot. That, that, that's a miss. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a theme. Like, <laughs> rolling like super low. I, I like to think that it just went into the dead monster in front of you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was just laying there dead in front. Yeah. Just for insult to injury, I'm like, mm, what, son? <laughs> All right. Uh, second roll is 24. 24. That's a hit. That is 10 points of piercing damage plus just one point of electric damage. Okay. She's still standing. Okay. Anything else from Cabal? Um, I'm going to heal my four from my judgment. I just want to make that known. So I'm back up to 43 now. So I'm not dead anymore. Very good. <laughs> All right. Show bear. Chaubert is going to try to get uh, is can he move through this space right here where there's that little fire pit yeah come on let's let him do the Tony Robbins thing and just walk over <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say if you do an acrobatics check he could jump over it fire okay, so, he'd have to, so if Chaubert wants to get here he'll have to do an acrobatics check over the fire and then he'll have to incur an attack of opportunity past her. Yes. Okay. If you want to get if you want to get behind her, then yeah, you'd have to jump over the fire and then incur an attack of opportunity back there. All right. <clears throat> well, Chaubert's gonna try it, so he is going to first do the acrobatics check. Okay. And that is a twenty-eight. Can he do two acrobatics check to avoid the attack of opportunity? Yeah, that's where the rules get kind of crunchy. Yeah, I think that's kind of weird. Yeah, because otherwise but, I would try to do that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are able to impressively leap over the fire. You probably do like a little flip in the air as you jump over as well. Ooh. And then she swings the scythe at you as you go by. It's a twenty-five. <laughs> oh. Oh no, that does hit because it meets my AC. Ah. With the bonuses. It's only 10 points of damage. Okay. Alright. It's uh, still hurting a little bit, but not too bad. And so then he is going to make his attack. And that is 22. That's a hit. Alright. So since he's flanking, he gets his extra. Do I still get the 1d6 of electric? Yes. 
So it's 33 points of damage total. Holy plus shit! The, uh, or the electric is 6 points of damage. Plus he's going to give her the debilitating injury of minus 2 AC. And he has bleeding attack, which I keep forgetting to uh, do on any living opponent. She's, is she living? Yes. So he's also going to do bleeding attack, which causes living opponents to bleed by hitting them. With a sneak attack, target takes one point of damage per round for each die of the rogue's sneak attack, which is uh, four, so four points of damage each round. Um, she takes damage at the start of each turn. It can be stopped by a DC 15 heal check uh, or any effect that heals damage, uh, and it does bypass any damage reduction. Okay. Is yeah, anybody else for not, or is that just me? Because <laughs> that was high. <laughs> I don't want to yuck your yums, but no. <laughs> That's I mean, nice, real nice. He leaped through the air, through the fire, and snuck behind her, took a little bit of damage. Come on. Come on, Philip. <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs> well, that brings us to Diego. Okay, Diego is going to, after he saw Jobert leap over the fire, he's going to do the same and uh, attack this uh, lady head-on. So, uh, athletics uh, or acrobats? Acrobatics. Diego will not be shown up. (laughs) (laughs) Not by no cat. (laughs) Wait, no, he's the cat. He's the cat. Definitely not by a dog. Okay, hold on. I got a seven in uh, acrobatics. Let's see what we can do. And that was not really good. I got a nine. Total? Total. <laughs> you, you go through the fire a little bit. Oh, so this is so the I have, that you sent us, right? I yes. can see this now. Diego has self-incinerated his fur. <laughs> Your, your tail is on fire and you just turn to look back at it slowly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just going to ignore it and go ahead and hit her. <laughs> and you take one point of fire damage from walking through the fire. Uh, my tail is on fire. <laughs> Looking like Charmander over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm going to do my... Um, Flurry of blows against her. So first attack is a twenty-nine. Well, you wouldn't be able to do a flurry of blows because you move more than five feet. Oh, okay. So, but you, with, but you, with the haste, with haste, you get you'd get two attacks. Yeah, but so, not flurry. But not flurries. So the first attack is a twenty-nine. That's a hit. That is thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. And five points of lightning damage. Okay. She's still standing, but just barely. I will take oh. my last attack. Good. Do the haste. And that one's not going to be as good. That is a 15. Oh, wait. That's... 16 because of the uh, extra plus one. And, and minus hers. She got some minuses to AC. Still a miss. Ah. Oh, well. And for the listeners, the reason I didn't take that extra attack from haste was because I had to use my haste on my movement to get over to her, because they can't quite see it, but right. this happened. <laughs> you had to go a little bit further. That brings us to carry the one. 
Okay. So, one of my favorite movies is The Princess Bride. I'm not a witch, and... I'm your wife. Uh-oh. <laughs> not that scene. Um, <laughs> I was talking more about the scene where Wesley confronts Prince Humperdinck and uh, challenges him to a duel, but not to the death, to the pain. Mm-hmm. Where he's not going to kill you, but he's going to maim the fuck out of you. And that's kind of what I'm going to say to this lady right here after I move up 15 feet, apparently. And it's going to sound something like, You're very eager to join the undead, but we can make it so that you live through all of this without your limbs, without your voice. You're nothing. You can't use your magic without somatic components or your... What's the vocal one? Verbal. Thank you. Couldn't think of that word. <laughs> you can't use it without somatic or verbal components. You'll just be a husk. An armless, voiceless, nothing. Living for a very long time after all this, unless you yield right now. <laughs> no. It doesn't matter whether I have arms or spells. The Whispering Tyrant will be back, and he will use me as he sees fit. Gross. If the Whispering Tyrant is your master, then there will be nothing left of you to use. And she is going to do the halberd again. Twice, by the way. That first one is a... I'm about to put the chick on life support. Mm-hmm. 28. I'm plugging it, but we keep putting it back in. <laughs> 28 is a hit. So that's 12 points of halberd damage. Okay. And 6 points of electricity. And she's coming back. Second attack. That's probably not going to do it. No, that's a 15. That is a miss. Yeah. Alright. If you'd have connected with that second attack, you would have killed her. It is her turn. Last gasp. Pretty much. She is going to call down this negative energy. Yeah, she's good there. And this will affect everybody except Cabal. So I need everybody else to make a will save. Okay. Twenty-eight for Carrie and Dwarfy got. Ooh, Dwarfy and I will. Um, Thirty. Both save. Diego got a thirteen. That's Chaubert a fail. Shobert got a fourteen. <laughs> That's a fail. All right. So the two of you that saved uh, will take half damage, um, and you are not sickened. But those of you who failed. Uh, we'll take full damage and are sickened. So let's see. Damage is... So those of you who failed take 32 points of damage. Holy crap! And are sickened for... Three rounds. Those Good. of you who passed take 16 points of damage. And are not sickened. All right, I'm kind so... of sickened. 
Chaubert's well, gonna do his uh, shadow duplicate. And so any other time, he's gonna have the shadow with him. Alrighty. And that brings us to Dwarfy. Um, so... She's Oh, she can get in there? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. under a tree. Yeah. That's not a prickly bush, that's a tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, it, just <laughs> I didn't be move in there earlier. It's... The center of the tree was where you couldn't go. Gotcha. Alright, Dwarfy is going to take a five-foot step following her. Mm-hmm. And attack twice. Alrighty. Y'all ready for this? That first one is a 19. Because of Chauvera's uh, debilitating, it, uh, is the debilitating thing still going? Uh, yes, until I go again, it would still be active, yes. Then because of that, that is a hit. Nice. Awesome sauce. That's not so awesome. Seven points of damage. And Dwarfy kills the last one. Whew. Just bonks her right on the noggin. It's for her last spell that she cast. Well, he's fine. There's only 16 points of damage. It was a doozy for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I have a question. Yep. If Cabal was in the in the damage range, would he have died? He's back up nope. to 40 something. No, because... Okay. I've been uh, changed my my uh, judgment to healing, so I've been uh, healing four points around. So, yeah, and I don't know about Diego, but Chaubert is like almost dead basically now. <laughs> I guess it's time to heal up. Uh, but first, oh no, it's time to loot that body. These, no, that's loot. what I was say. But first, let's loot the let's, bodies, then burn them. Then burn. Yes, yep, let, burn. Let's steal from the dead. Here we go. All right, roll your perceptions. Dwarfy got a 19. Okay. Diego got a 21. Shamir got a 13. What are we rolling for? Perception. Perception. Loot, loot the bodies. Oh, 19. 19. All right. So the uh, the Menador and Festrog doesn't really have anything, obviously. Except for pustules. Right. So, I mean, you could get some uh, filth fever if you really wanted it. Yeah, dig around in there and... <laughs> Sick, uh... Dr. Pimple Popper. There you what? go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, so we will start with the lady on the left. Uh, do you want to go ahead and roll spellcraft stuff so I can just tell you what these things are? Sure. I'll let the spellcasters do that because Diego yeah. doesn't understand these things. <laughs> Same. Would a 22 be enough? Yep, that's fine. Okay. 22. All right. So on her, you find a wand of command undead with six charges. All right. Six charges, that's it? Mm-hmm. She's used it a lot. Uh, you find four doses of blood root poison. That sounds bad. Is it six doses? Uh, four doses. Four doses. Six, six charges, four doses. Yes. Yeah. Of blood root poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a masterwork light crossbow with 20 bolts. She has a masterwork short sword, a cloak of resistance plus one, a ring of protection plus one, a spell book, a spell component pouch, thieves tools, 
an amulet signifying the Whispering Way, and 65 gold pieces. Got it. And that's just one. Yep, that's just that, on her. That's just one of them bitches. And the other lady? The other lady doesn't have as much stuff on her. Uh, but she has a potion of cure serious wounds. Perfect. She has four flasks of unholy water. She's got a plus one breastplate, a plus one scythe, a pearl of power, first level. Ooh. She has onyxes worth 450 gold pieces. 450? Mm-hmm. Silver dust worth 25 gold pieces. I need that. Spell component pouch. And a silver unholy symbol of Ergothoa. Um, Diego would definitely suggest we burn these bodies. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah, no, she totally told us that they would be on the undead team. I was thinking about hitting her with with a spell Virtue, which gives her one hit point. Okay, what are you going to... And then slap the shit out of her and kill her again. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Well, considering she is at, like, negative eight, you'd need a lot of... (laughs) A lot of Virtue. A lot of Virtue. She's not that virtuous. Both of them are that far? Uh, one of them was even further than that. She's like permadead already. Mm-hmm. Because she had one hit point left and y'all did like a lot of damage to her. Cool. Okay, so... Uh... Why does Diego have a black eye now? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> Overreach. Hey, Diego, your tail's on fire again. Damn it! <laughs> so, I mean, I know we just slept, but I think that one of us really needs it. Oh, Chaubert definitely does. He is <laughs> looking at yeah, looking just at you, about Robert. dead. <laughs> or we can we can do spells and then start. Uh, yeah, because Diego around eighteen. Oh, really? Yeah. These these ladies did a lot more damage than I thought. I was kind of half joking because we just got here. Yeah. They they hurt. <laughs> they hurt us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we gone into this building that's right next to us? No. No, because it's basically falling apart. There's not really a roof and stuff. Okay. It. Even though the building on the map you see has a roof on it, the actual one doesn't have a roof. Gotcha. So is there a sensible place for us to take a rest, or... I mean, we could take a rest in the ruins. It's not like the roof is going to fall on us. I mean, it's fair. You could. You are still on the outskirts of town, but you would be exposed to the elements. What y'all think? Should we rest? Should we rest already? Maybe we should do a couple of healing spells and then go into town and try to do a... Do a... You know, see where if there's a place, better place to rest that's out of the elements? I mean... Just casually glancing at this town? I don't think so. But we could ask. I mean, a lot of this this town is going to be kind of in ruins. There will be some buildings that are full. Um, but you also keep in mind that the Whispering Way and the Demon Wolves are in this town. Oh, they're here? Yeah. The, you're, oh. This is Feldgrau. This is where you were heading. See, so that information actually doesn't help. Because then I'm like, well, we want to be full power, but we need to get them as quickly as possible. So I'm still on that fence. What do y'all think? 
I'm thinking Sh- we need to rest. Yeah, unfortunately for Sh- like Shobert doesn't want to slow us down, but he is in no condition to keep going. Yeah, if I if Diego takes one more hit from someone like these ladies, he he'd be down. Like dead. Uh, yeah, because they were hitting us for sixteen to eighteen points each. Thirty-two That's... that one time. <laughs> Thirty-two. That was that was rough. That but was they're also not sickened anymore, right? They're fine. Yeah, it's been more than four rounds by now. Okay. Well, I mean, we if the consensus is to rest, then let's rest. We can build up a game plan. We can do our watch. We can burn these ladies in monster. Yes. Come on, what'd you say? I think we should rest. I think if we try to try to attack them, we're gonna die. Does everybody have their secondary character uh, rolled? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel that we're in that territory. <laughs> Plan now for that next character. I mean, you are approaching the end of the book, so things are gonna get tougher. How many books? Is this is the third book or the fourth book. This is the third book. So out of six. I'm just saying, one character has died in the previous two books. Maybe we should have those characters rolled. <laughs> so far, I've got a record of one character per book. Yep. Mm. Ooh, let's hope we can break it. I'll aim for one less flammable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to rest. We're going to heal off mic and rest off mic and divvy off. Everything's off mic. Yep. Except for our watch, which uh, we'll get to shortly. So you guys did your healing spells. You guys, you know, divvied up loot, all that stuff. You did your watches, made it through the night uneventfully. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Everyone feeling refreshed? A little better. (laughs) You guys going to head into town? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Try to check out and see what we can see. What is okay. the what does the town look like? Does it look like there's do we see anybody? Do we what do we see, you know, when we look into town? Do we need to be sneaky? Do we need to be Uh you do feel like you would need to be sneaky. Uh you can occasionally see like cultists from the Whispering Way walking around. You occasionally see undead walking around. Um you'll see werewolves here and there. The town is full basically, but you kind of have the cover of night working for you right now. Is it like Halloween Town? Kind of. Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> kind of, but not as busy. <laughs> yeah, there, there's new residents every day as people are, you know, rising from the grave. <laughs> so it's a city on the grow. Mm-hmm. So it's not really new residents. It's like returning residents. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Housing prices are going up, though. <laughs> it's a seller's market. <laughs> so, looking at the map, it seems we're kind of on the outskirts there. It seems like it might be best if we come in from the north and then maybe try to work our way around. And, like, we're already, if we enter from the north, we're already close to the rubble. So, if we can stick to the rubble on the west side of the map and work our way counterclockwise through the buildings, maybe that will kind of lead us to something. Okay. Well, as you make your way around to the north, uh, 
Dwarfy give me a perception check. He will get a bonus. Dwarfy? Mm -hmm. He will have a bonus on those, too. He got an eight. Well, with the bonus I'm giving him, it's enough. Because <laughs> 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 he'll be the one to notice it first. What is it? Was that a Deus Ex Machina yeah. bonus? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you're going to pass no matter what. Um, but as you make your way into town, Dwarfy notices an old blacksmith forge. Oh. Oh. Dwarfy is excited because he is a forge priest. Boy, oi, 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 oi. I like your fire. <laughs> he is rock hard. <laughs> I mean, he is stone hard. Stone hard. <laughs> well, as you start making your way closer, uh, everybody can then see this large open forge standing in the far corner of a building. It's surrounded by deep stone basins, and it's next to a huge black anvil that's on top of a bench. There's another workbench laid with metalworking tools, polishing stones, and dried oil cloths. It's partitioned off from the rest of the room. So, like, you have this room area and then the forge area of this building. And you also see two doorways that exit through the opposite wall of the forge. So, like, it goes all the way back and through. So, you could cut through here and go all the way into the center of town. But as you do get closer, Dwarfy also sees that these eyes kind of glowing back at him in the forge. And you hear this voice that you seem to recognize. It says, Well, it's been a while, my friends. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh no. that's so funny. Oh, no. He's undead. Oh, no. Ready for this?